Bienvenidos and welcome to the Get Naked Show with Dr. Aura. It is my pleasure to come to you in this format and share the myriad of interviews that I have done with extra successful entrepreneurs, doctors, and lay people ready to share the best naked tips you can apply in your life and start shining from within now. So enjoy! Good morning. Happy Grateful Wednesday. Yes, this is Dr. Tobert with another show of The Naked Show. And today I have my guest is coming all the way from the UK. Yes. I had to get up early. No, no, I didn't. But he is here. Dr. Ryan Ryder is with us. And I'm so grateful that he decided to join this conversation. And in naked style, he's going to introduce himself for our audience and say whatever he wants to share about his personal or professional life. Welcome to the show, Dr. Ryan. Thank you for being here. Please introduce you. yourself. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to jump on the call with you today. I think we met um, the first time, I think it was at the Mile High Conference, and, um, and one thing I know is that whenever, whenever uh, we spend time together in any way, shape, or form, there's a lot of fun, and you can have a good conversation today, so, so I'm just excited to be on the call with you today, so thank you for the opportunity, and um, okay, I'll just tell you a bit about myself, is, um, my name is Dr. Ryan Ryder, I'm originally from, the, from South Africa. But um, I own and operate eight practices in the United Kingdom. So um, just over 100. And we help anywhere from three to three and a half thousand people every single week in that business. And, um, and I love what I do, really. You know, chiropractic has given me just about everything I've ever had in my entire life, from the financial blessings to the service blessings to the growth blessings. So um, about two years ago, 18 months ago, we really started helping other doctors all around the world grow their practices, and um, if you go to dcpracticegrowth.com, you can see some more about that. And I've just got a cool, I love marketing and helping people create um, new patients in their practice, so I do a lot of that. Um, I also speak on stage quite a lot all over the world. I've, I've been blessed enough to be asked to be on stage with um, people like uh, Jay Abraham. I've just been on a three-week tour with, um, with uh, Robert Kiyosaki. And, um, and uh, recently been asked to be on stage with uh, people like Gary Vaynerchuk, Grant Cardone, and actually asked to be um, do something with Tony Robbins in Dubai. I was had to turn it down actually because I have a, a young baby coming, a new baby coming soon. So, um, so a little bit more about me. I've got a beautiful wife and um, and a two and a half year old daughter. Wife named Natalie, and my daughter's name is Emma, and we're expecting our second child. And I'm also one of first, one of five first-generation chiropractors. So my wife's a chiropractor, I'm a chiropractor, my brother's a chiropractor, my sister-in-law's a chiropractor, and uh, both my sister-in-law's a chiropractor. So my brother's wife and my wife's sister. Um, and my other sister-in-law runs four of my practices, and my mother-in-law runs um, the finances for my businesses. So we are all in when it comes to chiropractic. Woo! 
I, I love that. Wow. I was going to say, what are you passionate about? But I think we, um, we already answered that question. <laughs> you seem like a very passionate guy. And yes, it struck me as the moment I met you and I knew this conversation will go terrific. If you guys are there, thank you for watching. Let us know if you can hear us and see us. Okay. And if you have any questions for Dr. Ryder, please post them below and I will get to it. So thank you. And thank you for that introduction. Um, and when you, when you were speaking about, all I could think about is like, wow, this is a chiropractor that has a chiropractic family that is somewhere else, at least in another, um, uh, in another, another country, another, another side of the world. How do you perceive, how do you think chiropractic is perceived in Europe or the UK that you can give us some light upon? Um, uh, Think about it specifically. It's how how to see differently in um, in in if there are differences in, in the United States or or um, or in America. I mean, America or Canada or UK or Ireland or Spain. I guess the best way for me to answer that is every single every single you know where the industry has different nuances. But at the end of the day, people buy from people, and um, and people are the same. Um, pretty much, you know, we all we all have um, you know heartache, and we all have joys, and we all have challenges, and and people buy from people. So fundamentally, fundamentally, not much is different. You know, the the nuances change a little bit, and whether it's insurance based in certain areas, like we do, we're basically 100% cash here um, because we have um, social health care. So. You know, insurance is not a big thing in the United Kingdom, and that's been a blessing for us to learn how to do that and, and not have to be reliant on any any other form. Um, I love that. So um, that's the only thing I'd say. I would say this, though, from a general population awareness, is there's about, and I stand to be corrected my numbers before someone corrects me, I understand the, the chiropractic, um, chiropractic in the United Kingdom is, they say, about one chiropractor for anywhere between 15 and 20,000 people. In the USA, depending on what statistic I've been given or heard, it's probably one chiropractor for every 5,000 people. Some in different states, it also depends state by state. So just from a general awareness perspective, there's probably a little bit more awareness across where, we, where you are. Um, also, it's a lot more mature in that if you just look at it, if you're trying to build multiple associates, uh, most multiple practices, we have only two colleges here, um, only graduate one class a year, not trimester like in, in, in America. So those are probably the only real major differences that I see. Otherwise, um, people buy from people and people are struggling with their health everywhere in the world. And, you know, we're, we're not in the third world country here. We're the same like America. We still have big pharma to deal with and we still got all of that. So very similar. Wow. Wow. And I love what you said, people. People buy from people, so it doesn't matter where in the world you are. It's who you are that is going to determine what you have and 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 how on the impact that you're going to have in the world. I love that. In uh, the naked uh, systems that I, I teach and I've been I'm blessed to coach people on, we talk about how our failures, our our push forwards, and eventually we end up learning from everything that happens to us. In your experience now, in the last two years, coaching other chiropractors and and helping you know to build all these practices what have you noticed have been was your biggest failure maybe at the beginning that was now your biggest light on push forward and helping more offices grow more businesses expand what can you share about that because i know there had to have been some setbacks at some point 
many, <laughs> many setbacks. Um, so I guess, I guess as I go through, whether it's business, any business, because one of the things I left out of my intro is I'm also a, um, an avid property investor. I aggressively invest in property in the United Kingdom, and that has given me a lot of freedom. I also run, you know, I do other speaking, or like for other businesses, help businesses run. But I think, I think probably the biggest thing, I wonder if I'll, I'll answer this question in two ways. One, probably from, the, I wish I'd known this when I was a little, or been at peace with this, is more, I believe that, I think that a lot of us will be a lot more successful in practice um, if we are, it's more about self-awareness. We spoke about this briefly, uh, yourself and I, and that, you know, sometimes in certain um, areas within chiropractic, if, if you get the feeling or you may feel that it's not done this way, it's the wrong way. And um, if, for instance, you're not full-time practice, it's the wrong way. Or if you're out of practice, it's the wrong way. Or if you, you know, etc. And, and And I guess what I'm learning more and more as I get a bit older is, um, is it's really about self-awareness and understanding what makes you tick what makes you and for some people watching this like for me it was open multiple practices but some people watching this should not open multiple practices they should have one practice and that's the thing that's going to be because managing people is a different skill set altogether so i think um, if there's anything if there's anything that i could learn and um, teach is that business is business is so varied and that's the beautiful thing about their uh, business is business is an expression you just you get to express yourself through, through your business and, and, and at the end of the day, the reason we're attracted to running our businesses is because we want to do that, we want to express that, and then often we get pigeonholed into doing it one specific way and get told to do it another way, it's wrong. And in my experience, it's more about self-awareness. It's not that you should open model practices or something that's wrong. Some of you, be it running one, practice is wrong for you. Being told that that's the only way you should do it. It's fun, what ticks for you, and then, and, then, and then running with that. So that's probably my biggest lesson in the beginning. Uh, from, I think from a leadership perspective, if I tell you my biggest mistake, um, two things would be, um, one thing is I'm very focused on culture. Um, I love culture. I think culture drives the business. But also the, the biggest lesson I learned was that a, 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 an amazing, happy, fluffy culture does not always equal more productive. Ah, you're right. <laughs> so, 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 so that's, that's one lesson that, that I can Yes, strike a good culture, but fluffy, happy, all that. Sometimes, you know, performance requires pressure. Um, and, and, and sometimes certain people in your team, etc., might not enjoy the pressure part of it. Although the performance might be going up, it's about trying to balance both. And, and the big it's probably... Because the mistake problem is I'm um, trying to continue to save the day. Because we get this um, we get this, uh, this this image of a leader, and it's kind of like Superman with a cape, and he's going to save the day. And then we see all these stories in the news about these amazing business leaders, and it's also like Superman saving the day. But statistically, if you read books like Good to Great and um, uh, there's a, there's an, uh, I'll think of it now, there's an amazing book, which I'll think of the name now. Um, and, 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 it just, and my biggest lesson was that when you really ask your team, if you continue to save in the day, if you want freedom, anyway, if you continue to save in the day, you're never giving your team a chance to learn from their mistakes. And then you will always be trapped in the business. 
Ooh. I love it. I love it. So I think it's just, just to recap, definitely knowing or what kind of practice you want to have, knowing who you are first, because I think it comes indeed comes from you. And so many people starting in practice, they are looking at everything else, right? And they're looking to the management groups and they're, oh, I want to be like that. But they don't even know who they who the, who they want to be for themselves they don't know what kind of practice they want to have so they're copying this other person then they end up with that practice and they're not happy because it is not who they were in the first place so indeed comes from you and it just made me laugh when you said about the happy <laughs> because we obviously i'm latin and we sometimes are the least productive people <laughs> in the world because we are so happy and into fun and into joy and we don't know how to follow um you know set guidelines or or you know or make sure that we have consequences for not meeting our goals and 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 it just made me think also when you said about consequences just like parenting right i have two teenagers so i'm into that stage you haven't gotten there yet dr ryan but um but yes, there's got to be consequences for every action and you do not get to save your children because the world will be way more harsh. So the same goes for when you're running a business or when you're trying to be a leader to all these offices. If you don't let them learn from their mistakes and you save the day, they won't learn and they won't you know, you're doing them at this favor instead of a favor. So I love that you share all those three points. And then we will talk probably eventually more about how the happy kind can succeed too. Because how do we tame our personality to just get a little bit more serious? Into <laughs> I've got something for you. I've got something for you. Yes, please share. <laughs> you can share away because I think all the Latin people here in Miami can benefit from hearing how we can tone down our very happy personalities into being more efficient. I you know what's, what's interesting about it is, and I love that you brought it up because I always have a joke. There's a reason that almost no country living on the Mediterranean is financially stable. Greece. <laughs> Greece, Portugal, Spain. Spain. You just keep I going know. on. Just keep going. I know. Like there's little pockets, you've got, you got Monaco, that's like financially, but like very few countries in the middle. Why often? Because like life's a little bit too good down there, you know? And, um, and, 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 and it's, you must understand that um, there's a difference between, um, I probably got this, my biggest teaching was this, from one of my biggest mentors in life is a guy by the name of Dan Kennedy, who a lot of people watching this will know. And Dan um, really talks about the difference between, he talks about success being, um, uh, the definition of success is the word autonomy. Okay, so being able to do what you want to do when you want to do it, but that, but that does not mean, that does, that does not mean hippie, fairy, running around, not having any, any responsibility. Okay, and sometimes to gain autonomy, I know, sometimes to gain autonomy, you, even for me in my life, sometimes again, I tell me there has to be more structure, not less structure, um, and in some ways. So, so the two are almost like opposite. It's not just like autonomy, everyone thinks autonomy is freedom, and often it doesn't. It's being able to do what you want to do when you want to do it. Very few, um, by the nature of our industry, very few people can do that because we're doers. And, um, and Robert Kiyosaki made it, he created a whole industry. I was blessed enough to travel for three, three weeks since into Europe. And, um, and he made a, he basically made his whole, his whole business or Rich Dad Poor Dad, the analogy with is it really is that 
to go from business, go from self-employed to business owner is one of the hardest things you'll ever ask specifically a self-employed chiropractor to do because it's a completely different skill set and, um, and, it's, and it's not spoken enough about. And also a lot of people teaching, even people, even consultancy group teaching it, I mean, no, no disrespect, but very few of them have ever owned a business. And that, uh, the definition of a business is a profit-making enterprise that works without you. Very few of them have ever created a profit-making enterprise that works without you. Very few. How do I know this? Because I know that um, the percentage of businesses in the planet will ever be we're at about $7 million or $5 million pounds conversion. Um, we have 5 point something like that. You, you, only 1% of businesses on the planet will ever reach $5 million. 1%. Um, very few businesses will ever reach $1 million. The percentage of businesses that will reach $1 million is tiny. tiny. I believe it's 4%. Something like that. It's tiny, tiny, tiny. So there's just no way that most people have, have created um, a business. So anyway, I've got a different view on that stuff because I've been there. I've created profitable enterprises that work without me. I've created very profitable enterprises that work without with me. Um, but but it's just about knowing yourself in both of those and, and creating a, a, a business back uh, like backwards. How about how about that last? <laughs> Woo! Okay, creating a business backwards, meaning starting with the end in mind, is that is that what you're talking about? And I I, I would love for you to share um, your biggest, I guess, uh, tip that you can give uh, people that want to create that kind of a business. I love it. Profit making enterprise that works without you. Can you give us if you had to start anywhere and you just had this dream of creating such a business? What would be the first place you need to look? In, look with, look, you know, spant. What would what would be your advice? Yeah, cool. Uh, I'll tell you the number one thing that people, uh, first of all, um, uh, people expect too much from the people expect too much money from the business in the beginning uh, to create that. And uh, and one of the challenges we have in our industry, if you want to remove yourself from the business, and for some people watching this, not the right. Sometimes, sometimes people look at me way they just do the thing, make good profit, and then they can pour a certain um, uh, a level of capital into, say, property, etc., and they can get their profit-making enterprise that way around. Sometimes, for some people, that's a quicker route. Quite honestly, there's not just one way to it, but I think every chiropractor should be thinking of. Uh, even if it's not the practice, the practice can often be your cash cow and the service thing and the thing that you get the most fulfillment out of, etc. But one day you won't be able to practice and one day you will have to, you know, rely on some other income besides that practice. So I push everyone to be thinking about that in some way, shape or form. For me, I push, I, I'm a huge believer in property. Property served me really, really well. So if I, if I had to give you any advice, it would be that most people expect too much from the business financially in the beginning, um, to you know, they they, they want to pull out a big salary right from the word get from the beginning. And really, your your business is a baby, and a baby needs to be fed. A baby needs, and one of the one of the ways that babies fed in the business world is money. You need a profit making enterprise, and you need to feed money back into the business to grow the baby. And um, and to feed the baby, so that's probably the biggest thing. Is like, don't like uh, the reason I've made I've been, managed to build multiple businesses is because I never needed the money, and I, I was blessed. I, I was fine. I'm complete. I mean, I'm, I'm complete. 
I could buy on a beach in Ibiza if I wanted to for my eight, my eight practices, but because I didn't need the money, I was able to grow businesses. Great. So that's probably my biggest tip. It takes longer than you think. <laughs> I, uh, I love that. Not needing the money and my dog is going crazy. April! <laughs> Please get her. My son is home. My kids are home. It's a Jewish holiday. So, okay. Somebody comes rescue the day. Thank you for that tip. I love what you said that your business is your baby and the baby needs to be fed. Yeah, that's, that's a big lesson. Uh, sometimes uh, we're missing the ball, we're missing the big idea. So I, I love those those tips. And here in the Naked Show, thank you for the comments, by the way, people that have been calling Holland. We love and appreciate you as well. And uh, if you have any questions for Dr. Ryder, please post them below because we don't have that much time left and I wanna get to your questions and be able to pick his amazing brain that has helped uh, so many people grow their businesses. So for the people that let's just, just go back a little bit, try to think about when you got started and for maybe uh, students that are, that are hearing this out, chiropractic students, or people that are starting out or people that want to start a new business or or let's just focus on the chiropractic students for now what would be the one thing that you would uh, recommend them to do in order before they get started before they in, they go and copy somebody else's practice and we spoke about mindset about knowing who they are and and, and having some kind of plan for the life they want to lead and maybe st even starting from the end in mind. I love that. I love that. Um, but what will be the, the one business tip you can give them for all these kids that are just so eager to go out there and just, and before they get into this huge loans and what would you tell them? Cool. I would say, I love that question. Okay. So first thing I would say is, um, it sounds sexy to be first. It sounds sexy to innovate. It sounds sexy to invent and come up with new ideas. Uh, statistically, first two markets almost never wins. Almost never wins. Apple wasn't the first person to create an iPod. It almost never wins. So, so I always say that um, Robert Kiyosaki talks about this a lot. Is one of the biggest things that um, I'm gonna I'm gonna contradict myself a little bit in that and um, you know the concept of first I think self-awareness is many ways to run a business and from what you want out of it in the beginning you're probably not going to know what that is so whatever success you're trying to create there's someone out there who's already created it before you I'm the most unoriginal businessman on the planet and very proud of it and um, I am I'm very comfortable with modeling and um, and I would say that's probably the biggest thing is in the beginning and um, be totally submissive. Totally submissive. Ooh. Be totally submissive because we stay in certain um, ways of doing things, etc., with our own ideas, and we and we and, and we, we pump up our own importance. And the reality is that we have to come from a perspective of we pretend we know nothing, beginner mentality, and. We don't know anything then, they don't know anything. So what happens is we'll change some, we'll, we'll say things like, oh, I'm gonna change this, that didn't feel right, or this, this, in the beginning, just like total, just be totally submissive, and just, if, if you're gonna pay for coaching, for instance, if you're gonna, if you're gonna get advice, if you're gonna ask for advice in the first place, I, I only take advice I pay for, as a general rule for me, um, but one of the things I'd say is like just if you're going to pay for advice, which I highly recommend, the biggest invest, biggest return investment you can ever have in your life is first invest in yourself, 
Uh, if you ask Warren Buffett, was asked that in the interview, what's the biggest return on investment he's ever had in his life? And first and foremost was the course he did through Dale Carnegie was a public speaking course. So, 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 it, but there's a deeper psychological thing here as to why people don't just copy. He has, he has the reason. At school, this is this is what Robert Robert Kiyosaki talks about. At school, we were taught that if we looked at our neighbor's work, what is that called? Cheating. And cheating, good or bad? Bad. Bad. So we taught that from the word go. If we look at our neighbor's work, it's we're cheating. We're bad. Like if we copy the, the guy who does a great Facebook ad down the road. Inherently, whether we realize or not, we feel bad about modeling that. And I would honestly say to anyone starting, your biggest lesson you've ever had is understand that in business, running a practice, and not modeling, not copying is very irresponsible. If you want to go to the bank and get a loan for a business, the first thing they ask you is for your market research. They say to you, What's, who's done well in this before, etc. So not copying, not modeling, and shamelessly is irresponsible from a business standpoint. But deep down, deep down, we struggle with it because we feel, um, we've, because we've been programmed that to copy your neighbors with now collaboration and even in seven habits of highly effective people, success is about interdependence. So whatever success you're trying to create, somebody else, is, somebody else out there has done it. Don't try to recreate the wheel. Just be submissive in your learning to go and just copy and model. So that's my biggest piece of advice for someone starting out. Woo, submissive. I never thought I would say that word in my naked show. But yes, uh, submissive. Be submissive. I love what you said because um, I've been in the process of interviewing some people to uh, get an associate in my office. And I'm not judging chiropractic students. I'm not saying it. I'm not generalizing. So please don't take it. But sometimes they get out of school and they have this huge dreams, which are amazing. Okay. That's amazing. Congratulations. But there's this entitlement like this. Um, I mean, and I don't want to be rough, but Hey, who cares? Um, so just, you know, that they feel like they deserve it all just because they have the title. And, and sometimes I like to tell them, listen, baby, you just, your life has just begun. <laughs> you don't know anything. Because, uh, you know, with the exception of some schools, I know Sherman's doing something to prep them for the business world, but uh, you, they don't teach you business and they don't teach you how to run a practice. You know how to locate and adjust those subluxations, but that's, you know, you can be an amazing adjuster and fail in practice. So, um, so we have to, I love that, follow a model that works and then you can, when you're doing that, um, you can decide for what kind of practice you want to have, but at least you have the basis and you have the business sense already and the practice is producing enough to keep those loans that you borrow from the bank and do all those things. Hi, Alba. We love you too from Holland. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I love what you said uh, about that. And this is... I, uh, go ahead. I'll add this in quickly. I'll say is that we come out... If we have any... Any self-inflated ideas that this business thing, we don't talk about our hard businesses as a rule, and we should. Here are the stats. 63 to 64% of businesses in America will only break even or make a loss. Chiropractors now have got the highest default of student loans of any, if you will, quote-unquote medical profession. It's, we are... There is a fundamental issue, and we can get drowned out of the reasons why 
But one of the core reasons why is A, you don't give business the respect it deserves, i.e. time is the biggest equalizer ever. And um, often what happens is, um, Dr. Ball, you've been out for a while, so you understand that the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because life is humbling. Mm-hmm. Business is humbling. It's, it's not, not if you have hard times. times. It's, it's when. It's when you have stock challenges. It's when you have financial challenges. It's when. I don't care who you are. Every level is a new devil. We turn over millions and millions and millions of dollars in multiple businesses. And it's freaking hard. So, like, when people, when people say, say, you know, um, like, uh, you know, I hate this, in traditionally speaking, this, if you're any speaker, you'll know there's normally this perception that sometimes a sage from stage has got it all put together. That's totally, like, that's totally not true. We are, we are just on the same journey as everyone else. We're just trying to figure out our own challenges, and that's why we do this, is because business and running practice and multiple businesses is the best personal development program of all time. You learn more about yourself than you could ever learn about yourself um, in, in, because you have many challenges. So, anyway, that's my little two cents on the word of business. Business is hard. Give it the respect that it deserves. It needs time. It needs learning. It needs mentorship. It needs investment. It's going to be hard. And, don't, and, and by saying that we're not being negative, it's it, you're going to give it more respect by doing it. It takes way longer than you think. Almost everything in life takes longer than you think. And um, yeah. Oh, I, I love this. This has got to be the best part of this interview. Right now, Dr. Ryan Ryder got naked with us and told us the truth about running a business. So I love it. Kristen Moss, yes, amen. So freaking true. If I could scream from the I mean, this this was the best thing. I love that you said that because there's so many misconceptions when they see somebody like you and they see somebody or they see me on stage and they have all these ideas that we got it all figured out. And I've gotten up on stage and I said, the more I know, the less I know. And, and, and right now, I, I honestly don't know much. So I just, <laughs> which is which is amazing. That's me being naked and being truthful. And I love that you said that because uh, all these kids come in our school, they see this and they think that in order to to be on stage and have all those businesses and all that is because you had it all figured out. And you just literally with your good looks just swam into greatness and uh, and made it all happen. But that's not that's not it. It took so many falls that people don't know about. It took so many failures, so many readjustments, so many setbacks, so many, oh, okay, so I'm not gonna do that again. And maybe we lost money and businesses and things and, and people. So, and, um, and, I, and I love that you said that. Thank you so much for opening up because so many people you admire you. So, yes. You, you listen, I tell you, we have this, con- whoever sold us on the idea of the well-oiled machine sold us a lie. Yes. Like, it's never going to be the case. One of my great, one of my best business books I've ever read in my life, I think it's the best how-to business book. This kind of, to um, one is anything by Vern Harnish, Scaling Up, and then Traction by Gina Whitman. And the concept is the healthier the business, the, the longer the issues list. And we get sold, I'll tell you what, systems, systems are, we get sold systems all the time by many business consultants, and not just not in chiropractic, it's in all the things. It was like systems, systems, systems. Well, actually, I'm going to give you something that's completely different, is if, we, if there was a magic system, we surely would have found it by now. And I'm telling you now, 
It's more about structure. Boring, boring, boring structure stuff. How to write like 90 minute meetings and how to set up a scorecard and how to set up core values and boring, boring business stuff. Systems will change and you will uh, change systems all the time. Systems have been sold into many business industries because they were easy to sell. Yeah, buy these scripts from me, but like, hey, like if, if, if there was a magic script, I'm sure we would have we would have we would have found it by now. Now I'm a fan of scripting, but what I'm saying is the business is a panacea. You've got to have good fundamentals, with this, which is, you've got to measure. You've got to have your scorecards. We teach all my inner circle members. I mean, we just had a lady now that posts. She had a hundred and nine percent. Um, 109% increase in her practice in the year she's been working with me. And she'll tell you, I, I keep on driving it. It's boring, boring, boring stuff. So, um, and, and the last thing I'll leave you with is, whoever sold us a nice idea of this well-oiled machine sold us a lie. Because if I had to show you, I learned this from, from some of the greatest um, business coaches and mentors on the planet, like Jay Abraham and Dan Kennedy, and they will tell you that if you had an insider's view of some of the busiest, most productive, most profitable enterprises on the planet, including things like Apple, etc., if you had an inkling of an understanding of the mess, the absolute carnage behind the scenes, it would make us all feel a lot better about ourselves. Thank you so much because you know what? We have to talk about that because people don't know that there is indeed this mess behind the scenes that got us to this structure or to this systems or to these results. And I love the book Traction. I'm reading it. It's kind of boring indeed, but uh, I'm sure there's a system to the madness. And I'm, it's I'm, super boring. It's super it boring. Yes. Works. It works. It's so good. It's so like, and they... Vern Harnish's work. If you like traction, you must see. You must read that. It's amazing. Oh yes. Okay. Thank you so much, and and thank you for your time and everything that you brought. Hi, Sean. Sean is saying about Jay Abraham. Yes. Um, Sean Dill. And thank you for everybody that has been watching, that has been commenting, that has been sharing. I'm sure you can still be uh, posting questions, and Dr. Ryder will get to the answers eventually. If we want to know more about you, we want to coach with you. If we want to, do you work outside the UK? Do you take uh, clients outside? Yeah, absolutely. We have um, we have many, many, many practices that we're working with now, and um, I'll be across in the states four times next year. We have done all our masterminds across here in Europe um, at the moment. Next year, we will do three or two to three masterminds in the US. Um, I will keep everyone updated with those. I also just uh, we had fifty to sixty docs come do a two day speaking thing with me and how to grow your practice through. Which probably if I, it was one of the best things we've ever done is teaching people how to you know lead. Either get new patients from that or lead their team or just amazing and I'll give you all the insider secrets of being on stage with all these guys and you know how to open a talk and how to come how to never have to design content. You can stand up anywhere, you'll never need any content because you know enough already. But I'll, I'll teach you all the stru set and structures for that, how to close a talk, and um, that skill set has probably um, helped me more than anything in the world. So I'll be running a couple of those in the States next year. I'll be doing a couple of masterminds in the States next year. I've got a new patient avalanche class opening up in January. That's a, that's online. So um, quite a bit happening, but next year will be a big year for me across the pond, which is exciting. Woo! So where can they find all this good information <laughs> so we can learn some very boring but exciting structure? <laughs> so... Check me out on, go to dcpracticegrowth.com, dcpracticegrowth.com. 
and that's one place in Sydney. And then just um, we will we will be we will be soon. Um, you want to check out? It's very very early days, but we have um, we're just about to. We've got a full time videographer joining my team, and they will give you an, a bird's eye view and, and like a fly on the wall view of everything I do. Follow me around everything I do. My business, the messiness, the good stuff, the bad stuff. Everything and that's going to be super exciting. So keep an eye out for the YouTube channel coming out next year or this year already, but we'll really only hit our strides next year once um, with all the editing and everything that's happening. So we'll show you all our marketing campaigns live. We'll show you all our failures and successes. So if someone wants to keep in touch with me, just uh, definitely add me as a friend on Facebook and uh, and then go to dcpracticegrowth.com and uh, you can definitely get on my email list there and I can tell you when you have Avalanche opens, etc. Um, I will be speaking at I think four chiropractic events today in the US. Um, I'm, at, I'm at Focus, I'm at The Wave, a couple of another two. Um, so come and say hi, come introduce yourself. I'd love to meet you, but just stay connected. Oh, yes, you're super friendly, and thank you so much for taking the time. We have something that we like to do to close our show, which is called Rapid Fire Questions. I know we don't have much time, so if you don't want to answer, just say pass. We'll go to the next one, okay? Are you game for that? I'm awesome, awesome. So and everybody go to dcpracticegrowth.com to check out all his links. I can't wait to see you uh, speak or maybe speak side by side with you on another uh, event. Uh, it was so much fun uh, meeting you and this has been great. I, I can't wait to see the YouTube channel and see the falls behind the success because that's real people, that's reality. And, and removing the mask and seeing behind closed doors is what lets us know the true secrets. So, okay, rapid fire. What has been your most favorite job before you found this in your past? For uh, Favorite job was I was a water polo coach. I coached, I coached sports when I was a student and um, I come from, a, I was like, I played very competitive sport all through my high school career. I used to be in the, I used to in the pool, you know, I represented my country for water polo and for swimming. My favorite sport was, and my favorite job before that was, a, well, I was a coach. I was a sports coach and I just loved the competitive nature of that, the team building with that, the camaraderie with that. I, uh, and I learned such great leadership skills. So that was definitely my favorite job. Well, uh, look at that. It built you up to this. Talk about, you know, no coincidences in life. Okay, what has been, uh, just to be very light, some questions are very light, some are a little bit more deeper. The best vacation you have ever had? I would have to say it's split between my honeymoon in the Maldives mm. and, um, and, Probably before we had kids because the trip to Thailand is a big one and Thailand. I would say those two and uh, the reason for that is whenever I went to holiday I, I would read anywhere from seven to ten books and I just came back while I was I came rested and ready etc and it just came time for myself and my wife to chill out. So I would say Maldives and Thailand. Woo! Okay, I still have to check out both places. Uh, okay, we spoke about some favorite books of yours. Any favorite quote? That you favorite. use constantly, yeah. that you repeat, it just is something that you have in front of you all the time. Yeah, so uh, is that a two-fold question, book yes. and quote? Yes, but we mentioned cool. some books and you can mention what another book. Yes, two-part okay. question. Two, two favorite books of all time, two most gift books of all time, two books that every human being should read. Um, I would always start with two old classics. One is Think and Grow Rich and the other one is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Like every human being, it should be a rite of passage to read those two books. 
And then, um, and then the favorite quote, I truly believe that probably my, 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 my biggest success has been my ability to show up. So my favorite quote is really that the secret to success is to show up. Um, because really most people are, most people are weak. They can't even show up. <laughs> so, so just by showing up, you, uh, you, you just win. And like, even if you're bad at the thing, you just out show up everyone else and you'll win. So, and uh, by win, definition of win is your definition of win. But that's my favorite quote is the secret Woo! to success. Uh, I love that. I had a teacher in college that said, um, the difference between the winners and the losers is just one more step. That's it. That's it. It only took them one more step. Didn't take that much. It's just one step. So thank you for taking the steps for us and showing up. Okay, loftiest goal you haven't yet achieved. So can you ask, can you ask that again? Yes, the loftiest goal you haven't yet achieved, the biggest goal you haven't yet conquered. Um, the biggest goal I haven't conquered would probably be the ability to in um, a lot of the people I hang around with are very, very successful business people and a lot of them will do a lot of conferences. Um, for instance, a good friend of mine, he's able to, he's got a big audience, got 100,000 people on his YouTube channel now. We don't even have 100,000 chiropractors in the world just about. So, so probably the biggest thing that I, and he puts 1,000 people in a room, 1,000 people in a room for his teachings, two to three times a month. Wow. Yeah. And, and at the moment, it's going for every weekend between 500 and 1,000 people. So I'd say the biggest thing I haven't achieved that I'd love to be able to achieve is just be able to have a bigger impact. And, um, and sometimes I've got a disease like that is that I'll serve at a certain level and then I'll get frustrated by the size of that thing. Big is not always better. And, you know, even in DC Pack, my inner circle group, it's a high-end mastermind and we're not aiming to do the biggest, but we certainly add the most value. We've got done for your websites, done for your newsletters in that level, etc. But, uh, but I say my biggest thing I haven't achieved is the ability to consistently put that amount of people uh, in, a, in front of me or in virtually or in real life where I can serve and just make a bigger impact. That's probably my biggest goal I have achieved. Woo! I, I love that. I have I have one of those dreams too. Yes, let's just say, let's just call it a dream. But you're definitely on your way and you're you're doing amazing. So, no problems there. Person you admire most, dead or alive? I um, I think Jesus Christ was um, whether you're whether you're religious or Christian or not. I think. And um, nobody can deny the fact that there was this guy that existed, was that was Jesus, and um, and at his age to have created the impact that he created. I think that has to be just that just that leadership ability, and it's just insane, you know. So that's 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 a person. I think I was always very sad I never got to meet Nelson Mandela, being South African. And um, I think to have twenty be in jail for twenty seven years and then be able to forgive the way he did and just. To have a heart, I mean, that is just something beyond me, even, uh, you know, just to go, wow, you know. Some of us hold a grudge over a person that never said no to us properly, and, and this guy was put in jail for 27 years. Just think about that for a second, that's insane. So I think um, those two people come to mind, ask straight away. 
Ooh, I love that. Speaking about forgiveness is one of the things that we talk a lot about in the Nikki systems. And is there one thing that you still have to let go in your life or that you had to let go in your life and now you're glad you did? Or one thing you still have to let go in your life and you haven't yet? You can go cool. whichever way you want to go on that question. Yeah, that's a great question. I think um, bottom line is every single one of us is playing a smaller game than we should be because of one reason, and that is uh, in some way, shape, or form, we care too much about what people think of us. So I think that's an ongoing journey. Even if someone doesn't, even someone thinks they've nailed it, there's still another level. Every level is a new level. Every new, every level is a new devil. So, um, so I think that's that's the one thing that I definitely got better at, but still need to let go of even more. And uh, in the smaller the industry, the higher the the smaller the industry, the, the the higher that has an effect. The more that has an effect on people in that industry. So. And um, one of the biggest things that holds back a lot of chiropractors is peer-to-peer judgment because um, what our colleagues think of us is uh, terrifying at times in our career. So, so I'd say that's the one thing that I've got a lot better at, but still, um, you know, need to let go a lot, lot more of. Definitely. That is an ongoing work. Um, what is your most important daily routine? The one thing that you know that if you don't do, just your day is going to go to crap. <laughs> Yeah, so um, this has definitely changed for me having kids. I used to be a very, dis- I am a very disciplined, you know, hour of power, meditation, declarations, the, you know, the little stretching, etc. As you know, when you have kids, that stuff changes a lot. So I would say now the best way to answer that for you is if I don't get an opportunity to either wake up, and it's not always possible because I'm traveling for speaking, but if I, I don't go and wake up my daughter or get into bed with her when she's waking up or put her to bed in some of their time, I miss one of those, I normally feel very um, out for the day. So that's just, at, you know, different phases. That's the kind of phase I'm in at the moment. If I'm either able to be there when she wakes up or when, before she goes to sleep, I always feel a lot like more peace. Wow. Yeah, it's different phases and those things change and it's okay. It's okay. Even as structured as we can be, it's okay to change our routines as our life grows, expands, and adds on new beautiful people. And congratulations on that new baby coming along. Okay, what is the one thing you want our audience to remember from this naked chat? If they had to remember just one thing from you, what would it be? Yeah, one thing, cool, I love that question. I'd love to remember that one thing is that um, business is messy. Life is messy, correct? Business is messy, life is messy. There's no such thing as a business problem. There is only a personal problem that shows up as a business problem. There's only a personal problem that shows up as a business problem. And that um, the struggle belongs to the story, embrace sloppy success, because that is actually business. You know, as I say, the number one thing what people take away from this is, whoever sold us an idea of the well-oiled machine was selling us a lie, it doesn't exist. It's messy and it's totally cool. That doesn't mean you're failing. I've had extreme success, extreme success. I'm worth millions and it's still super, super messy. So don't be so hard on yourself. Understand we're all on the journey. So that's the number one thing I'd let people take away from this is that don't be so hard on yourself. It's normal to be messy in business at times and to stay on the journey. Woo! Well, 
Thank you so much. That that took all our time and this has been so fun. I could speak to you for hours and I'm sure the audience has benefited so much from all the myriads of tips you have given us and then and life lessons all in 45 minutes. So thank you so much, Dr. Ryan, for taking the time. If any of our audience wants to reach him, dcpracticegrowth.com, please friend him on Facebook. Reach out to him if you hear him speak. He's very friendly uh, and he is amazing and a true human being thank you for getting naked with me on this show dr ryan thank you for all you do for our profession and there in the uk as well thank you for coming to america and enlightening us with your presence and your knowledge and now your new masterminds and uh, and everything that we can use from leaders like you in our profession that we can definitely look up to learn from the mess and and shine from within thank you so much cool thank you so much amazing time I am, and I really enjoyed it, and I hope so. I hope that um, someone took something from it, even if it's small. So thank you for the opportunity, and thank you for the platform to help so many people. I love what you're doing. Thank you, thank you, and your consistency with doing it, and your passion for doing it means a lot. And I know you're changing a lot of lives. So thank you for that. Thank you, thank you, Daniel Vector, amazing interview. Yes, so many people put comments. We'll get to the comments and we'll keep up answering questions below. I know Dr. Ryan will do that and we'll post the website as well so you can reach him. And uh, thank you, everybody. Have yourself a blessed, blessed, grateful Wednesday. Uh, this is very fun. If you like it, please like, comment, share away so other people can hear this amazing interview. There were so many great tips given here for students, for chiropractors, for business people, for moms, for anybody to hear and grow and expand from. Everybody have yourself a lovely day. Thank you, Dr. Ryan, and ciao. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Get Naked Show with Dr. Auda. If you want to contact my guests, you can do so in the links below. And if you feel stuck in your life and you want to know if Get Naked to Thrive is the right program for you, please contact me to schedule a free discovery call. Remember, we all want the same thing, to be heard, to be loved, to make a difference in this world and live our best lives. So let's start using all these tools so we can rise together. I hope you have a blessed day and see you in the next episode of the Get Naked Show.